Hello everyone and welcome to Love in Your Life. This is Dola, your host. And those who have listened to this show um, really know that I love two things. Um, you know, well, I love three things, but I love a lot of things, but um, three things about this show. One is I utilize quotes often in this show to make a point. Um, the other thing is I love uh, books, of course, and I love lists. So all of those are related, right? They're words of other people that uh, provide inspiration for me and I hope for you too uh, to make the point of what the show is all about, to encourage people to live with love in their lives um, on a personal level. But this show was founded on the idea that we need to find love in our professional lives, in our work lives, because we spend an awful lot of time there and it's how we derive meaning, right? It's part of how we derive meaning. And yes, it's the nature of the work for sure, but it's also, you know, really incumbent upon us to understand how important it is to find the culture uh, at work. It, you know, the nature of the work is extremely important, but as well, we are, that's our work family. You know, we go to our work family every day and it's very important to have associates at work that we have something um, with whom we share something, you know, in common, a common ground, common, um, you know, sort of um, understanding about life, you know, just common ground. Um, so I, I want to start this show today and it'll become obvious to you um, toward the end when I wrap things up. But with a quote by our a former president of ours, Theodore Roosevelt, and it's called The Man in the Arena. And for those of you that are familiar with the quote, you probably love it like I do, or you've used it, or you've been familiar with it and will like to hear it again. Um, and those that have never heard it, I hope you'll find it very useful to you to make um, a certain points in your lives. Um it's called The Man in the Arena, and again, it's by Theodore Roosevelt, and it goes like this. It is not the critic who counts, not the man who points out how the strong man stumbles or where the doer of deeds could have done them better. The credit belongs to the man who's actually in the arena, whose face is marred by dust and sweat and blood who strives valiantly, who errs, who comes short again and again, because there is no effort without error and shortcoming, but who does actually strive to do the deeds, who knows great enthusiasms, the great devotions, who spends himself in a worthy cause, who at the best knows in the end the triumph of high achievement and who at the worst, if he fails, at least he fails while daring greatly so that his place shall never be with those cold and timid souls who never know victory nor defeat. I think that is one of the most inspirational quotes about work to me. You know, I... I I, I equate it with our work lives, but of course, it, in general, Theodore Roosevelt, I believe, was referring to just doing in life, doing what, you know, is meaningful to you and to the, to, and obviously 
to who benefits from your work. And so I look at that quote and I consider it in how we speak about finding work that is optimally suited to you and doing it greatly, even if you fail. And, and the idea about failure is even extended to the person who doesn't know what they should do, who doesn't know what their purpose is here, who, like so many people, have no idea what to do, what, what type of work to do. Um, you know, there are those people, I, I think we talked about this before, I don't know what the percentages were anymore, but I want to say like at least a third of people who grow up knowing exactly what they want to do and who they want to be in life. And gosh, kudos to them. And I think it's a little bit of luck, but maybe it's paying attention. Maybe it's a combination. But the point is they kind of know, like my friend Joe that we, we met on the show, who kind of had a picture in his dad and just kind of said, you know, I like my dad's life and I want to do something like he does. You know, he didn't know exactly where he'd end up. No way. He didn't have that specific of an idea. But he had a general notion that he wanted to sort of emulate those things that his dad did. So, I mean, even having that general idea, putting himself in the arena, you know, throwing himself out there. I went to a high school graduation this past weekend, and the young man um, that was graduating from uh, from high school, I'm sorry, from that grammar school, from high school, um, I said to him, so what will you do? And he said, I have no idea. And I said, oh, so you're not going to college, you know, because, you know, typically today everybody just enrolls in some sort of um, institution, uh, figuring that they better get some kind of degree, you know, and it's kind of not specific, but, and you wonder, well, will that, will that evolve? Will you figure it out while you're in, you know, freshman, junior, senior year? <laughs> um, you know, when will you figure that out? And how will you figure that out? Will you, you know, shadow some people? Will you... Uh, you know, uh, try to try different, um, you know, try on different uh, coursework so that you could figure out what it is you love. Like I really adored psychology, so I knew I had to be somewhere using that kind of skill, you know, that, that kind of interest, okay? Um, so, you know, teaching made sense because you use a lot of psychology when you're teaching kids and all that kind of stuff. But you, you, you sort of, you know, you, you expect kids to go to school. And nowadays, um, you know, there are kids, I'm finding out now, that have no idea where they want to go, so they don't go anywhere. Um, I have another young man who just enrolled in community college and now is figuring out where he wants to go. He could have gone right into a four-year institution, but he felt, you know, very, it was too nebulous for him because he didn't know where he wanted to go. So for that guy, the, the young man I was talking about, I said, so you don't know where you want to be. You don't know what, what you want to do. But let me ask you another question. What do you like to do? And he said, I don't know. And I said, no, you must know something that you like. What do you like? What do you do with your free time? What do you gravitate toward when you are wanting to do something fun or something exciting or something that you consider a great you know, interest of yours? And he said, sports. And I said, okay, what do you like about sports? And he said, well, I don't know. And I said, 
but you know, you must like something about sports. Is it the actual activity of the sport, doing it? Is it watching it? Is it, you know, how would you, would you describe your interests? And he said, well, I like football. And I said, well, you know, he's a tall, thin boy. And I'm assuming, you know, he didn't really want to play football. But so he, I, but I don't know that, right? Just because he's tall and slim, I, I can't make that, you know, conclusion, draw that conclusion. But I said, so what about football, assuming in my own mind um, that it's not playing, you know, because he probably be killed but um he said well I like just being you know watching it I like being around it I said oh okay so you like being around football and you know playing football and he said yeah and I said so why don't you go down to the football stadium and find out if there's something you can do there you know something very you know something that you don't need a great skill for but something that could be you know you could be trained for and maybe even offer your yourself free if you know that's something you'd be willing to do you know you gotta sort of like you know I I looked at this quote and I thought hmm you know that kind of is relating back to that message it's like do something you know ask yourself what do I like what kind of makes me smile you know what makes me um you know think that I want to be somewhere you know what 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 is it that where do I want to be that makes me feel um, involved and inspired and motivated and happy? You know, I just want to sit there and watch football. Okay, well, you know, I get that too. I get that. Um, but maybe there's something you could do with that football thing, you know? Um, so he he kind of listened to me and I said, I'm sure you'll figure it out. I didn't have a long time to speak with him. But if I had, I probably would have encouraged him to do some sort of assessment and to sort of sit with that, sit with the results of that, of the assessment, and go through a process of, you know, back and forth, um, you know, sort of debriefing on the results of his assessment so that he can get closer and closer to the idea of what he might want to involve himself in. So for right now, he's just not, uh, you know, thinking in that direction, but maybe I, you know, I struck a a nerve or maybe he'll figure out something and maybe he'll understand that there's a connection there you know what I like to do I can throw myself in that arena and get exposed to a number of things within that arena and maybe come up with something that oh wow this is not a bad thing to do I'm really liking this so you know I, I want to title this uh, episode finding work you love because a lot of us, a lot of us, maybe another third of us, um, figure that I don't really know what I want to do, but I'm going to put myself somewhere and then I'll figure it out. And I think most, I, I, I don't even think it's a third. I think it's probably more like, I don't know, maybe 60% of us, maybe 50% at least, okay, are in that, in that realm, in that uh, space of, you know, I don't know what I want to be. I don't know what I want to do, but I'm going to get a job and not necessarily a job where you ask yourself, is this something I love to do or like to do or want to do, but a job, okay, just getting a job, exposing yourself to something, um, you know, better if you kind of know it's in an area you know, a discipline that you're 
somewhat interested in. Like I said, mine was psychology. Maybe yours is medicine or maybe it's sports or whatever it is, putting yourself in that arena. And then, you know, getting scarred and marred, like the quote says, but, but you know, in an effort to discover yourself and what you love to do, um, that's really, um, to me, a more... Um, not only advantageous way to go about it, but it's uh, more self-respectful. It's more uh, apt to, to get you closer and closer to something you really enjoy doing because in the process, you're going to say, hmm, I don't mind doing this, you know, and then maybe eventually get to a place where you say, I actually love doing this or like doing this and then it turns into love or whatever, but it evolves. It evolves. That's the, the point because I've spoken to so many people who said I had no idea what to do. No idea, but I took a job here and then I, you know, did this work and then I found that I really didn't mind doing this. You know, um, I love the administrative part of what I was doing. And so I kind of said, maybe I'll, you know, uh, opt for uh, a job within that, you know, space. And once you get a foot in the door, so to speak, you know, we, we, we have all these, you know, uh, uh, aphorisms where we say, you know, things to people, get your foot in the door. And that is true because, um, as long as you're there, they're going to look at you before they, you know, get somebody outside again. But um, I, I think, you know, when people say, I don't know, it's not that they really don't know. It's not like they don't have a clue what they like. They do. You just have to probe a little further. They're not making the connection like this young man who wasn't thinking at all that he could do anything in sports, maybe because of maybe because of his his, um, you know, uh, body, you know, type. Uh, he didn't see that as a possibility and he's thinking only to play, but maybe there's, there's nine different positions within the arena of sports and football, indeed, where he could do something, you know, he could engage with the football, um, with the stars, you know, or with the football, uh, players or whatever. Um, if you really don't know and you can't figure it out and you know you need to do something to get money, right, <laughs> to, in to earn some, uh, you know, income in your life because you're getting to that point where you're going to be, a, you know, an adult, an independent adult, and you have to figure out something, I, I think that would be like what I would advise a young person who is graduating from high school, not not involved in get going to the next level and in formally educating themselves because they don't want to spend the money or their parents don't want to spend the money or they don't want to waste their parents' money. Like one of our other guests said, she kept telling her parents, Eliza, um, I don't know if anyone wants to refer back to that show, but she kept telling her parents that, you know, they were wasting their money because she wasn't interested in formally educating herself. She wanted to do something in the trades and she finally got to do that and she was much more successful and happy. And, um, you know, people think, no, you have to go to college. You have to get formally educated in something. Well, you know, some people have bachelor's degrees and they don't have a, they still don't have a clue 
that they even got the right degree for themselves, you know. So it's it's not a guarantee. Well, you go to college, get a four year degree, you get a you know you you get educated and you get a job because even though you're looked at a little bit more. Uh, I would say, okay, I know a woman who doesn't have, didn't finish her four-year degree, for example, and um, she's very, uh, how can I say this, very affected by that, negatively affected because she feels as though she's not as marketable as someone who has the degree and has a little bit of her experience or maybe the same type of experience. But here's the deal. You have to sell yourself. And what I said to her was she's got over 10 years experience in the field. She's been very successful at doing what she's doing. So my thought is, do you really need to finish a four-year degree or is that 10 years absolutely equivalent to someone who walks in without experience, without 10 years experience, but has that piece of paper that says I have a bachelor's degree? I would venture to guess that she is in a more advantageous position than that person with a degree that has either no experience or a little experience. But guess what the difference is? You have to believe that about yourself. No, nothing I could say to her would be, would encourage her adequately. Uh, although she's been close to it, I could tell, you know, that as I sort of talk to her, I, I get the sense that she starts to believe in herself a little bit more and believe in what I'm saying to her because I'm in this field. But at the end of the day, if you don't believe in yourself and you can't sell yourself to a prospective employer in that way and say, no, I don't have the piece of paper, but I can tell you this, I you will never be disappointed in hiring me because I not only have 10 years experience, but compared to the individual that you're speaking of without the experience, I far surpass their productivity and, you know, my, my value to you will be that much higher. So, no, I don't have the, the, for, the for your piece of paper. I think today more and more employers understand that. But if they don't, then it's your job. It's incumbent on you to sell yourself. So selling yourself is another thing that you have to get out there and do. Now, those of us who are a little more introverted are less likely to do that with a great deal of ease. But you know what? Get yourself out there, speak to people, get gain your confidence, and then do it. Sell yourself. I definitely think you are in the arena when you're engaged in your own marketing and your own self-promotion and not in an egotistical way but knowing for sure what you do well and knowing how you make a contribution and selling that to someone puts you in that arena again it's outside your comfort zone maybe but you've got to be out there and you've got to be scarred and marred and, and you know the credit goes to you who go who gets in there you know who doesn't um who gets in there and, and is willing to 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 represent themselves in a positive way anyway um Finding what you love. That's what this show is called because you don't always uh, know what you love. You might have to get in there and just kind of figure it out as you're going along, like many, many, many of us do. And um, anyway, good luck um, <laughs> to those of us who, who are not sure. Um, and kudos to you who, who are. You know, it's, it's um, in a great position to be in, but 
unfortunately, it's not up not for all of us, right? So thank you for listening, everyone. Until next time, I have a, um, a very um, interesting guest on our next show. So I hope you'll join us. Until then, until next week, everyone, don't forget to live with love in your life, personally and professional. Thank you for listening. Bye-bye.